Boker Tov, everybody. So we are continuing with the Igeret Ramban, And I believe this will probably be our last shiur. We'll see how it goes, but this will probably be our last shiur uh, going through uh, Rabbi Foyer's book on the Igeret HaRamban. Um, we may spend a couple of more shiurim afterwards, just maybe reading through the Igeret again. Uh, we studied it in great depth. Maybe it's a good opportunity after we've studied it in great depth to read it because it's meant to be read over and over. Maybe we'll read it together and we'll make some short observations and we'll review some of the highlights of the things that we've learned over the course of the last uh, 50-something shiurim. Then it's the 55th shiur. And uh, so we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll do that. We'll see how that goes. Okay, so we're continuing with the topic of prayers and praying being answered. And the Ramban's is telling his son that the tefillot will be answered. The, the strong level of connection to Hashem makes it natural that the tefillot will be answered. It's not just some um, heebie-jeebie type of promise that the Ramban is making, but it makes sense. If a person has accomplished the goals and, and, and learned the lessons of the, his letter, that the, his tefillot being answered would be a natural response. And we discussed yesterday how uh, that Hashem is close to all those who call out to Him. We were wondering, so well, sometimes tefillot are not answered. So one answer we discussed yesterday was that those who sincerely call out to Hashem, those who, believe that, who really believe that Hashem is the source of their salvation, and they view all the other vehicles as just being intermediaries, but not being the actual means towards their salvation. But here he quotes another answer. So he quotes, even when a person prays sincerely, Rabbi Foyer said, there's no assurance that Hashem will give him exactly what he requests. Only that a heartfelt prayer is never in vain. It's a very famous idea that when a person said, you know, a person goes to the rabbi and said that I prayed, my prayers weren't answered. And the rabbi said, well, maybe the prayers were answered, but the answer was no. That every tefillah, sometimes it's not the right time for it to be answered. Sometimes it's not, this is not what's best. For the person, so he quotes your story about Rav Shneir Kaler. Shneir Kaler was the Rishi of Beit Midrash Gavoa in Lakewood. Now his son is one of the Rashi Yeshiva. There are four Rashi Yeshiva. So his uh, son, Rav Malkiel Kaler, is one of the Rashi Yeshiva, as long as three others. And it's probably the largest Yeshiva in the world right now, or the second to largest Yeshiva in the world. And so when he was, he unfortunately he was not so he was young, relatively young. I think he was maybe in his fifties when he passed away. So when he was very ill towards the end of his life, so many of his students, actually thousands of people, were had been praying for him to get better. So one time they went to Bnei Brak to ask the holy stipler going to uh, intensify his prayers on behalf of the of their Rosh Hashiva or Shner Kaler. And they said that they were getting discouraged because there were tens of thousands of Jews were praying, but the Rosh Hashiva's condition continued to deteriorate over time. So the stipler said, don't be dismayed, don't be upset. There's no such thing as a sincere prayer that goes unanswered. Any heartfelt request addressed to Hashem must be answered. It can't be otherwise. If it's not answered today, it will be answered tomorrow. If not tomorrow, next week. If not next week, in a month or in a year or 10 years or 100 years or more. But eventually, every prayer gets answered. Prayers are not in vain. There's no such thing as a prayer in vain. Every prayer, every tefillah makes some impact somewhere in some time. If it doesn't help a person, it will help his descendants, it will help his family members, help somebody else. If it doesn't help him, it will help somebody. It will help whatever it is, some point in the future, every tefillah makes a difference. We don't know when it will be answered, but we know for sure that every tefillah will be answered somehow, 
someday. So that was the advice that the stipler gave to the people. That was the chizuk the stipler gave to the people who were upset about the fact that their tefillah weren't answered. He told them that your tefillah will be answered. And if it wasn't answered now, maybe it's not the time for the tefillah to be answered. But at some point, the tefillah will help. If it won't help you, it will help your family member, help a descendant, help somebody in the future, will be helped by your tefillah. Two more points that he, right before he makes, before he finishes the book. Number one, he says that, uh, Ramban says at the end that he assures that if you read the letter, the tefillah should be answered. He has a very interesting idea that a person should ask that his tefillah should be answered in merit of the Ramban himself. So he quotes a story in the Talmud where the Talmud says that 60 sailors once came to Rabbi Lezer Rabbi Shimon with gifts of 60 chests of treasure. So why would they do such a thing? So Rashi explains that they were um, while they were at sea, a huge storm uh, threatened to capsize their ship. So they begged Hashem to save them in the merit of the tzaddik Rabbi Elazar Rabbi Shimon. And in that tzaddik's merit, the sea was calmed. So now they brought him gifts to show him his appreciation. So he says that if one month, one uh, asks Hashem, it's a very interesting idea, I wouldn't have necessarily thought to include this in my book, but Rabbi Foyer does, so we're sharing it. So if one asks that his prayers be answered in the merit of Ramban, so he should be confident that his petition will be fulfilled. So certainly a person who invests himself or herself in the study of the Ger HaRamban, it's perhaps appropriate that in the Zuchut of the Ramban, a person should think or ask Hashem, the Zuchut of Ramban is to feel it should be answered. And then the last point that he makes is that the Ger HaRamban leaves a rich legacy, not only to his son, to Ramban's son himself, which he identifies over here as Nachman, probably named after Ramban's father, but to many, many generations upon generations of Jews who are his students and who, are, who learn from his ways. And so he, he summarizes the message in two sentences or three sentences. He says, the essence of the message of Ramban is that humility and self-control can enable a person to achieve tranquility and peace of mind. That's a beautiful summary of so much of what Ramban has to say in this uh, letter. Humility and self-control enable a person to achieve tranquility and peace of mind. One who acquires these godly traits, these traits that are domet to Hashem, that are similar, that we try to emulate Hashem, will learn how to speak to Hashem in sincere prayer. Right? The result of these, of having the humility, self-control, tranquility, peace of mind, is that a person learns how to speak to Hashem in sincere tefillah. And when a person, a godly person, speaks sincerely, Hashem listens and answers the supplicant. The point of this of the holy Geret is through humility and self-control to achieve tranquility and peace of mind and to make ourselves more godly, to make ourselves more better able to emulate the character traits of Hashem. And that and the result of that is a person can now face Hashem in truly in prayer after a person has achieved the level of humility, he comes to Hashem with humility, he comes to Hashem as a person who has exercised self-control. And that closeness to Hashem makes this tefillot answered. You hear at Zon that our tefillot should all be answered in the merit of Ramban, in the merit of the teachings, and that we should continue to learn and study the teachings of the Iger HaRamban and use these ideas to guide our lives, the ideas of humility, the ideas of self-control, tranquility, peace of mind, avoiding arrogance, proper tefillah, meeting Hashem in tefillah, being Bezer uh, Hashem, our tefillot should be answered. Amen. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Kol Tuf.